All right, welcome to Craft Imperial. This is the Viking. I am the Bourbon Cowboy. We sit here, discuss great cigars, great whiskey, and have a lot of fun with banter and discussing all these great cigars and bourbon. We'll sit here every week with you, enjoy this podcast, different cigars, different whiskey, all the banter, a lot of fun, a lot of nonsense, and <laughs> that's what it's about. Thank you for joining Craft the Puro. Please enjoy this episode. Cheers. Yeah, let's get these wrappers off. What's up, baby? Hey, if we're live, I'm alive and I am back. The Bourbon Cowboy has had his refreshing flight in the Big Bird down to Florida, and I am back. And uh, we are poolside in the Bourbon Cowboy uh, Julio. And we are getting ready to do some kick-ass shit tonight, buddy. Hold on, let me turn this music down. Perhaps I was a little festive on my music there. <laughs> Excited about the podcast since I was not here. I think that's the first podcast I've missed. And um, uh, thank you, uh, sweetie. That's appreciate. We've got a few hotties, you know, giving us cocktails here at the uh, club tonight. Anyway. Um, yeah, yummy. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> And uh, I think that podcast that I missed last week is the first in a year and a half, maybe. Yeah. But oh well. We were in good hands. Everybody did a good job. And we are back. And what are we... What's going on, Viking? What's up, man? What up? What up, yo? What's up, Yeah, Bourbon Cowboys back. Look, guys, we're getting after it. We're doing something kind of cool today. One, we got a barrel pick. Um, It's actually pretty good. It's going to be fun to talk uh, uh, this bottle with the cowboy because we have a kind of funny story about this brand and then we got a cigar on here that we've never done before that has a lot of history and cigars that we all like that all of you know um and we'll, we'll get into that so you want to talk the cigar or pour this bottle first let well let's do this so we'll talk about this bourbon real quick and I'm going to start and then Mark can finish up because we've had larceny, <coughs> both me and him, just the regular 92 proof larceny that's been out there. And, and just honestly, we didn't care for it an awful lot. But as we all know, one of the coolest things that's happening is when you, excuse me, sorry, when you uh, have, uh, when the unicorns are hard to find, the best thing to do and the most exciting thing to do is look for bourbon picks. And apparently, Mark has brought this to the table. This is a larceny um, barrel pick, and then he can tell me, he can tell us where he got it and the whole story behind it. Yeah, so this is a, a larceny barrel prick. A prick? prick? <laughs> got a fucking larceny, larceny prick <laughs> barrel pick. <laughs> um, That's perfect. <laughs> that was fantastic. Um, it is 92 proof uh, lit cigar lounges barrel pick of larceny. Um, and it's interesting because when I tried this before I got it, um, I was hesitant because, as the cowboy said, I think larceny sucks. Not a fan of it. But the funny story is we had the barrel strength larceny, which is amazing, right? And then this barrel pick is, it, again, it's one of those fine points where the barrel pick really defaces the flagship because it's just better. 
This well, reminded me of when we did the Yellowstone comparison. Exactly. That's what I was going to bring up. I mean, is Yellowstone uh, the regular out of the barrel bad? No. It just is not overly exciting. It's just an average bourbon for me. But then just the slightest move in a different direction in a barrel pick, and it was actually a little bit more enjoyable. It was more toutable, and I, I thought it was pretty good. So, yeah. Yeah, so we'll pour that. So I guess naturally what we should do I'll next is we'll, we'll, we should get put it into the, the drinking container. Oh, I was. Um, I and then it. while the cowboy's pouring that, I'm going to blow his mind here a little bit. So we're smoking the Umbagog from Dunbarton and Trust, which is Steve Saka's company. Uh, Steve Saka, you all know who Steve Saka is, even if you don't. Steve Saka is the former president of Drew Estate Cigar Company. And there's a little cigar out there called Liga Pravada, limited release. Originally, the Liga Pravada was a private cigar rolled for Steve Saka himself. The reason that the Liga Pravada line exists is because Steve Saka was the president of Drew Estate Cigar Company. So this is the man behind the Liga Pravada, so on and so forth, okay? He left Liga Pravada, I'm sorry, he left Drew Estate in 2000, either 13 or 14, and a couple years later started Dunbarton and Trust, and that's this cigar here. Now, the Umbagog is named after his favorite fishing lake in New Hampshire, which we're in the water, so fishing, lake, you know, I, you know whatever, I thought it made sense. Um, and it's pretty good. It comes in a little 10-pack bag, I guess, like cardboard wrap. It's kind of cool. Never smoke it. I thought it would be cool to do something we've never smoked with a so, new Umbagog. Umbagog. And this is Umbagog. Umbagog. Yeah. And this is a lake where he fishes. In New Hampshire. Yeah. In New Hampshire. And it's a Nicaraguan Puro with a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper. Hmm. Smells interesting. It smells good. Should we fire these up or do a you toasty of this larceny first? I don't have drinks Yeah, right. Let's check it out. Hmm. It's interesting. It's good. What I, I, I get like licorice and citrus is what I get in it. One of the uh, biggest taste notes that when I was talking to Brian when they picked it, I've never had this, okay, so I don't know what it tastes like, but gooey butter cake. That was the note that a lot of them picked up when they were tasting the barrel. I hate trying to pick out, it kind of like, uh, I hate trying to pick out the notes, but the you, one thing I you mentioned licorice, gets, but it's kind of a... Uh, I'm thinking, when I say licorice, I'm talking Twizzler. I'm not talking red vine. Well, okay. There's a fuck. There you go. There right. too. Like that's there all, is that's another difference. rabbit hole right there. I there mean. is a difference. Is there a black licorice yeah. with a, like a bird? He looks like a really weird that's red bird vines. on it. That's Red Vines. That's that company. Yeah. It's a black licorice. Yeah, yeah. The company's name is Red Vines. Yeah, but it's in kind of a special thing, and it's got a weird ass bird on it. It's like a uh, I don't know, but anyway. I kind of right off that initial thing and listen this I don't have to be right on I'm just telling you what I initially thought I got a little pop on the um, on the proof and then I did get like a little black for me it was kind of like a little black peppery pop there for a while and then it kind of moved into 
a little bit of sweetness, a doughy sweetness maybe or something yeah, like that. See, so when I tasted it, I said that it was doughy and then like citrus and licorice. And, and they had all, all the guys said when they tasted it, they got a gooey butter cake. Is that right? Am I saying that right? Gooey, gooey butter cake? Gooey butter yeah. cake? Yeah, I've just never That's had that. That's a St. Louis traditional. I'm just yeah. not sure what it is. So we're firing up these uh, Umba gods. It's a fun yeah. name. Umba Brought guys. the Mandalorian out for the uh, festivities. The old man um, made back from the old keys. The Umbago go. Umbago. Umbagog. Umbagog? Umbagog? And that's just a really plain, simple. I mean, easy-going label. It always reminds me yep. about the size of the label of Tatuai. Um, it's got kind of a little dark green, like grassy green with white lettering. Nothing special. Um, smelt really good. And remind me again, what's the, what, what is the... Uh, Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper and then Nickel Island Binder. So... So I should probably really enjoy this, but yeah, then again, but after we put our cigar together, I was like, "Well, this is going to be a roller coaster." And I was like, <laughs> "What the hell is going on here, man? I really like this. This is crazy good." So how was the trip, man? Some highlights down at Flow Rider. The trip was really good. I guess the highlights was, is, you know, we've done many shows out there with uh, Matt. Uh, Ovaldi, you know, legends. And, and legends, and they invited us down to their place. So we flew a big bird to Southwest down there, two hours. Normally that would be like one and a half drinks up, one and a half drinks down. But again, we're still doing. Uh, Apparently, it's still frowned upon to have booze on an airline. Well, still. here's the thing. Let me ask you this. Now, guys, listen. We're bantering tonight. We haven't been together in a week or so, and so I I'm just asking this fucking question. It's the best that's been in the United States right now. You're on uh, an airline. I mean, they're not going to, like, take your card. You've had your vaccinations or whatever. But how can you give us water, peanuts, and, and the sodas of your choice? If you're giving us the sodas of your choice, what is the difference in having a goddamn cocktail? I don't think there is. And I don't I told get you, that. I told you I thought it was hilarious when we were flying to Scottsdale. There was those three girls next to us that were going to play golf. There were Every time the chick came by, they'd get a Sprite. And pull airline bottles of Tito's out of their purse. And fill their How cup are they up. getting airline? Because bottles. you can buy airline bottles at the little shopettes at the gate, but you're not supposed to open them on the flight. It says no open alcohol on I the know, flight. I know, but you can buy them in the fucking li the little shopettes that are there. Well, what do listen, they call? Them? What do they call them? Hudsons? Uh, the Bourbon Cowboy would have lassoed a bundle of those, and we'd have been having a good time. But I will tell you, they watch you pretty sharp. You're gonna have to be on your game on to make that all work. Yeah, I mean, you got to be... You got to know when to hold them and when, when to pour them. Right. Well, anyway, we took this big bird down there on Wednesday. We were down there around... It was up, down, and into the thing and back to their place. And uh, everything went great. We went to some great dinners. My brother was down there, not more than 10 minutes from the Avaldis. And uh, we went to a center bar, had a great Italian restaurant... I, the bourbon cowboy, love linguine with white clam, clam sauce. sauce. 
And yeah, um, I know you're friends when you can pick out your homeboy's Italian yeah, dish. And I'm not Italian at all. But I like that dish. They had linguine white, white, white sauce with shrimp. And I'm like, is there any way I could go off menu and get the clams and she goes let me talk to the chef and he goes absolutely we will do that for you bourbon cowboy and i'm like is that Thank how you. she addressed you no or bourbon she cowboy? did not oh, okay not she at all look up your wikipedia your link matter of fact oh, it was yeah. hilarious because when we all sat down there was a fan going about 100 miles an hour blowing my hair like i was on a motorcycle you know headed to hell it was just crazy and i was like oh no i can put up with it and then after a while they, it was just yeah. like hodge we gotta unplug that 35 thing. seconds later this is what you heard no, no, can't take it. Turn I off. can't take it. Turn, Turn it off. off. Anyway, we had a great dinner. Went over to the center bar. Uh, it's not in Naples. I want to say it's more Benita. Is it called the center bar? The center bar. There, it's like a nice little entertainment area. Kind of like, you know, the Galleria Entertainment or like something out there. Uh, Chesterfield. Where they've got a conglomerate of restaurants, bars, and shops. Oh, okay, cool. Anyway, they've got this like center bar. It's in the center of the whole thing. And they've got water around it. They had a guy playing. I brought in the Cyclops for the boys and everybody smoked up. And we had a great time. We went there till, I don't know, I want to say 10, 30, or 11, we're watching the Blues. Boy, they were so great. They were so great. So happy I got to see the to, Blues. They followed suit to their name. They were yeah. singing the Blues for right, sure. Right, they were. Yeah. But, you know, we bleed blue, so we, we gave them the time, and, and they're our team. So, anyway, there's next year. But, no, and then we did some boat rides and some stuff. I mean, there's some crazy-ass stories. I, I just, if you ever take a boat in Naples, like you take one of those little pontoons, and you, I said to the guy, I says, listen, he says, are you the captain? I said, yes, I've been voted in as captain. I said, that's crazy that they would want to do that, but it all went well. But we sandbar out by Dog Island. If anybody does Naples up to Fort Myers, you'll know where that is. So we pull up to a little sandbar, anchored, I'm all good, I'm not drinking, I'm, uh, you know, I'm doing the protocol and all that. But I throw out my cigar and we get, you know, knock, 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 yakking and whatever. And we've been there about an hour or so and some guy comes over and goes, hey, I just want to let you know, I think you guys are screwed. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, where are you guys from? I'm like, St. Louis, all of us, pretty much. He goes, well, did anybody tell you that the tide just went out and it just dropped about a foot and a half? And I looked back at the boat and it's like literally just laying on sand. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, uh, no, dude, oh, no one hit shit. me to that. Well, we're officially on Gilligan's Island. <laughs> I said, the guy told me two rules. And he goes, I have to officially tell you this. Don't get stuck and don't drink. Well, I've only been out there an hour and a half, and I look back, and the damn boat is, like, high-centered on so, the sandbar. So if the rules are don't get stuck and don't drink, if the boat's stuck, you start drinking. Yes, but you didn't one, tell break. me. We told you we were going to Dog Island. Did you tell us about the tide going out? No. Anyway, we gave it a big college push. I talked to a few bros on the beach. And he goes, the guy says, I don't care if you get 15 people, you won't get that boat off. I had that boat off that bar in the water and the captain was back at it. And I had him going. We saved the toe and the day and right. we got it going. We had a few other, it was a team effort. I'm not taking all the credit. We just pushed hard. I almost passed out, but we got it off that damn bar and it's all good. We were back on our adventure. So that was kind of a crazy uh, deal of the week. And so, so. I know you did a lot of digging while I was Yeah, there. man. I dug a big-ass hole, holes. bro. 
I was digging my way to the sand you were stuck on. <laughs> Come up under it. Yeah, it was cool, man. Had the podcast last week with the Mad Russian at the uh, 2021 Kremlin. The 21 20, Kremlin. 21 Kremlin. Uh, hung out with him. Uh, so there's a part on that podcast that I, I, I know you'll laugh at because it was funny. So you guys listen to that up so you know. The Russians got those two 31-year-old bottles of scotch from Bells and Bells and Arthur. It's a blended scotch. They were yeah. from Princess Diane's wedding and then the birth of whatever. What the fuck he has 31 years scotch from Princess <laughs> he, Diane's he wedding? It, he bought it in England, right? Whatever. And uh, so we pop one. day off or we something, pop I guess. Open, right? <laughs> or he brings it out. We're going to open it. I was like, dude, a dusty. And in my head, I'm playing back when we drank that old Fitz. Go to turn to pull the cork out. Fucking top falls off. <laughs> cork stuck in the bottle. <laughs> I got my key and I'm digging my way out. And then, like, you can't see it, but, like, we're holding, a like, a, a kitchen strainer with <laughs> this whiskey into a glass. It was good. I mean, it was good, but it was fun. We smoked those uh, surrogate Robustos. Um, Which is funny, because I saw that, and I'm like, I could have swore that we did a box of the surrogate Robustos, too, because I still got some of them left. But that's good that you revisit them because they were good. Now, I'm surprised you didn't call the Bourbon Cowboy. He says, hey, Cowboy, we're getting ready to open up some vintage shit. How should we do it? I would tell you, listen, don't be afraid. Pull the cork over because it's going to pop anyway. And then do a wine screw. Just screw a hole. And then just screw in and pull out. There's going to be a few little cork things in there. But just, just it'll drip like an old man's pee, and it'll drip. It'll take <laughs> right because we're only going an inch, right? Right. You'll right. get a few little corkies, but probably within two little pours of that, all the corkies are out, and you're just pouring out of that little hole. What did you guys try to do? Dig the whole hole out? Yeah, man. I got of into course it. you did. Trust me, I got into it. I made a, a divot. Basically, I'm pretty sure I carved the whole left side of the cork out. The right side was still there. Ah, it was all fucked up. Well, so the bottom line, uh, uh, a little corkiness, but was it good? It was fan- It was actually really good, really good. Uh, very, very, very citrusy, like grapeish Highland Scotch. It was actually really, really good. Uh, but we did that. Uh, planted a bunch of shit at the house. Dug a hole for you know the old Imperial Jap Maple to go on the ground. Damn good Jap Maple. I've seen it. Yeah, dude. I saw it before you even seen it. Yeah. I saw it actually last year. I saw you these bought the two. other one, right? They were right next to Yeah, I bought yeah. the side by side. Yeah, cowboy. And like cowboy he says, I bought too. the older That's one. It's pretty bigger though, isn't it? Is that bigger? Wider? No, no. Yours just has you've got a lot oh, right. of young, young. I bought the that's old right. one, you that's bought right. the younger one, and he yeah. basically said that. There you go. Anyway, that was pretty cool you should though. Get that, this. It's young. <laughs> I don't know why he didn't put two and two together. He goes, Yeah, Hodge bought the older one, you should buy that younger one, which would have been perfect. I planted mine and then like, I mean, whew, it was a bitch and got it in. And then the next day it was like snowstorm, ice, 28 degrees. And I wake up and then like, you know, a week later, like they're all crumbling up brown. It's coming back though. And then I give the, uh, you know, the master, the shaman from the Zig. Oh, it'll come back. I'm like, okay, cool. So it's, it's just now. Call went to. Oh, it'll come back. It, well, it wasn't yeah, even a back. call; it was a text. Oh. It'll, it'll bounce back. 
Oh, that's from the uh, Outdoor Shaman. Anyway, he says it'll bounce back, and sure enough, there's all the new little leaves popping out. Yeah, and uh, it'll be groovy. I'm gonna, I told you I'm gonna do something like that around mine too. Probably not like you did. I'm just gonna do some decorative stone and then put rock in it. Now, I will say, uh, bouncing off our uh, adventure, that's my second or third, and now as the air is getting to it, again, like we've talked about this a hundred fucking times, like the air is getting to it a little bit, and it's smoothing itself out a little bit. Yeah, it's not bad. It's good. Okay. I like it, man. I mean, again, this comes to this. It's um, again, it's that barrel pick magic, man. It What's the price point on this? Twenty nine ninety nine. And it says Johnny Fitzgerald Larceny, and I'm I'm fairly positive, even though I've been kind of out of the bourbon cowboy uh, thought pattern right now. But that's from Heaven Hill, correct? I, yeah. I, 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 I think. I think I'm not I'm pretty say, damn sure. I'm like out of my. Yeah, I haven't so. been in my game lately, but I'm, I'm pretty, pretty damn sure. sure. And I believe that's, that's a Heaven Hill. Right. Yeah. Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, Johnny Fixture Larceny. Um, barrel pick. So now, do you know what is the backstory of this? Because I'd be interesting to know how. Because barrel picks are kind of supposedly hard to get. How did Brian at Lit come by getting the barrel pick? Um, I just so like logistics and you know monetize and stuff like that. I have no fucking idea. Um, it may have been an opening or something that maybe, he was invited. Or it, to or, or it may do. have been. Um, I, like I don't. I don't want to speculate because I don't know. You know. Right. Yeah. Been, well, no, there's no when sense. Bu- when when, when business is good and things are flowing, something maybe it was offered. And they jumped on the offer. I don't know. Um, but it's cool because it does that barrel pick magic we talk about. Like, the best comparison we have is when we talk, we did Yellowstone. We did flagship yeah. Yellowstone against the barrel pick that we did of Yellowstone. And you knew on the nose which one was the pick. It was just so much different, you know. And this is that much different than just regular larceny. Because Larceny just is is an irritant because it was just originally released to combat Maker's Mark. Well, that's why I was surprised <laughs> when I was at some place. And, and, and to be honest with you, I'm trying to figure out where I had Larceny's barrel proof. Sybils. Yeah, no, I I don't think I did. I had it somewhere else. Um, and I had Terry a... Spot. A where? Uh, Terry Spot. Uh, downtown, man. Um... We go there. What the hell is the name of the place? Well, there's not too many places that has Larceny Barrel. Oh, I, I know where it was. It was um, it was Frazier's. Thank you. That's one time. Terry. I right? had Frazier's in yeah. Terry. You said Terry's spot. I'm like, who? What bar? Frazier's. Anyway, Terry, and I, I really loved it. I was like, wow, that's some good shit, man. So then, um, and then I said, man, I had this barrel proof Larceny, and it was really good. And you're like, that. Ah. Dip. Yeah, I had that shit. It sucks. And I'm like, are you sure, man? Because this was really good. Anyway, uh, long story short. Regular larceny. <laughs> so I, I'd had it, I had it some other place, whatever. And then it became available. It was a gift by Sybils. And uh, if you've never been to one of the most amazing places, uh, Sybils Restaurant in St. James, treat yourself. It is freaking amazing. She's family to us. Anyway, she gifted me a bottle of that. And I was in love with it. And, and then the next thing I know, it's popping up everywhere as maybe one of the best bourbons of the year. Uh, but sucks, you know how that know how goes. That you know goes. how that yep. shit goes. Yep. Um, it's the same anyway. thing with cigars, right? You'll find a cigar pop around like the Cyclops, you know. 
then it gets voted best cigar of the year and suddenly can't find it anymore. <laughs> hey, well, guess what? I, I'm thinking about putting an advertisement in stick. Out, that didn't come out right. What and the hell did you just? Well, I was okay. Like I say, uh, would you like it? Would you like a cocktailian? I tried to put a little twist on some stuff to yep, make it fun. You fucked that one all up. I was thinking about doing an advertisement and saying uh, Cyclops number one cigar in St. Louis, local. Did I show you? It what is I a made? local St. Louis cigar. So you know me and stickers, right? I kind of like stickers and stuff. But what local cigar right now is going? I like that. Smoke local. That should be like a patch. Dope, right? So like this, a patch on her sleeve this, or something. This, Smoke right. local. This came to me. I'm we, this. Oh, this Sunday, um, Goddaughter had a, a softball game, right? So we cruised around. We went up to Labadee Pool. See, you say you're not creative. That's creative. Right. Labadee Pool. Check this. It was one of my. It was Aaron's idea. Oh, up, now we get to the meat we're, of it. We're sitting up. We're sitting up. Aaron, uh, thanks, babe. Labadee, Labadee Brewing, right up there off 100. Great little brewery, dude. Awesome. Oh, that's the little brew hop past. Yeah. St. Albans. Yes, K and A meets. It's right past. Yeah, K &A. and they've got a little whiskey. We're sitting there. We're sitting. Yeah, they they got Samuel Barton stuff in there, and we're sitting in there. And I'm looking around. They got these drink local stickers, and I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, Schlafly has those. Four Hands has those. All these local breweries have these drink local stickers. I'm like, it's the only local cigar. There's only one. So I took the label, one of the one of the ones that your son drew up. That's one we don't use, right? Just laid it out. Oh. Type smoke local on it. I got some test samples coming. And I was like, how fucking cool is that? Just smoke local. It, it's it's Well, here's the thing. I think if it is, and we could be verified by channel four or whatever, who cares? It'd be fantastic. <laughs> but if we put number one voted local cigar, if we're the only cigar, you're not lying. We are correct. You're not lying. But does STL um, cigar do they have, is that a, a nothing but a local cigar, STL? Um, Scott's a good dude, you know, I, you know, I know he sells in St. But Louis. is that his, is that his single brand in St. Louis? Is he a local? Yeah, he, he's the one that owns STL Cigars, the shop. He rolls all of his own stuff, too. He buys it. So he would be the local guy, too, then. Yeah, but he's number one. Exactly, I hear you on that. Great yeah. dude, though. He actually he actually uh, approached me the other day about doing a podcast. Did we find out? Is he the guy over there on yeah. Hollow? Yeah. At Hog Hollow? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, yeah I have met him. I was like, people like, oh, Steve's, you know, Steve Henry's skirts. I'm like, okay, really? Woo. I says that. And, you know, anyway, so I know I've met him. The only one I haven't met is, is the lady down there in Chesterfield Bottoms. I haven't met her yet. Um, you know who Cruella de Vil is? I do well, like and the I, one that hates I don't know her personally, like but yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, I'd like to go in and all my wonder and charm her a little bit and see what's going on with her. That'd be you fun. You charm her. You remember like when the when Theseus killed Medusa and like one? Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cowboy, you'd be all right. No, lovely lady, she's awesome. Um, so you right, get so some often, right, dude? Actually, let's talk about the cigar real quick. How you digging this? I really am. I, I a good call on that. Um, dude, hold I, on, let me do another thing. I really enjoy this, and something that's really interesting. I haven't been retrohaling. Really? No, I just oh, did. We actually got some comments we got to talk about. Some podcast listeners. Funny They're thing. saying, yeah. uh, "F your retrohaling." No, 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 no. Asking me how to retrohale. It's a hilarious conversation. I said have. something to somebody about doing that, and they're like, "Dude, I can really smoke this rather than <laughs> retrohale." What do you want me to fall out of my chair? I'm like, "Dude, it's not that crazy." Fucking shit with my nose. Might have been my brother. I'm like, "Dude, have you ever tried retrohaling?" He's like, "Whoa, yo, um, dude." 
So this is fantastic. I really like this. I like the Connecticut Broadleaf thing. Wow. I uh, love the retro ale on this. Phenomenal, right? And I did a, a hard one, and what? I think it's more the Connecticut. What, what Connecticut, do you get? Right? What do you get? I mean, honestly, when I... Uh, and you know how I have weird thoughts? I was like, after my shave, slap some shaving cologne on my face and smack my face a little bit. It was like a really nice, clean... But yet, I don't know. Usually I can come up with something kind of cool. But I like the retro hat. It was really different. I like it. it but I opens. think it was the Connecticut wrapper I was getting, yeah. right? Well, that's what I was getting at. I think that Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper is... Now, this is going to... A lot of people are going to think I'm crazy when I say this. It is the most sensitive tasting wrapper. Like, you get the most of that wrapper. Okay? I mean, I pumped it's that retro hail and it was the, smooth. It's not the strongest flavor you get from a wrapper leaf, but Connecticut Broadleaf gives off something completely different. And the retro hail, you pull all the strength in the retro hail. It's it was fantastic. a total cool coolness to it. Um, but yeah. Sokka doing his thing, man, like just being who he is. One of the things I've loved about this guy recently is if you guys are on Instagram, follow Steve Sokka. Steve Sokka. Hasn't he done a warrior cigar or something here lately? Uh, he did the Unstolen Valor. Yeah, yeah. that's the one I was we thinking We smoked of. that uh, a year ago at the at the. Russian I thought school. he had a new one out, but maybe I'm I thought that this, was This on. is the newest release that oh. he has. Uh, the Unstolen Valor we did. Wait. Yeah, the Unstolen Valor we did last year. That came out like July of 2020. Well, obviously, these are not in coffins because they're in cellophane, so you yeah. can buy singles of these. No, oh, yeah, you can buy them. And these are available at Lit. Mm -hmm. And what's the yep. price point on these? $11, I think. Yeah, that's not bad, man. That's no, pretty no, good. $9.25. Oh. Right? Yeah, $9.25. Just under the $10 cigar, Mark. Yay, under. Um, but he's been posting on a. Because you know how social media is, right? Like. Everybody wants to, the whole, like, we joke a lot. Like, when we post a picture with a bottle and the company likes it, I'll send you a picture of it. Yeah. It's like, yo, they're active. This was kind of cool. With cigars, and it's it's really just cigars. It's, I, I equate this aspect of cigars to video games, right? When you're a huge fan of a video game and you go to, like, Comic-Con or you hang out those things and you meet those creators, people get real nerdy and weird. And, uh... Cigars are the same way, right? You know, it's like if, if we got to sit down and shake hands with Pete and drink some of his wine and smoke the rarest of tattoos, it'd be a nerd moment. Dude, like the interview would suck because it'd be a nerd moment. You yeah, because I mean? we're like, first but, of all, we're with Pete Johnson, weird. Now we're going to smoke some really amazing, cool shit, double weird. Are we going to play like video games? That would be not weird for you. That would be like super fucking cool. And I'd be like, oh God, am I actually going to have to. Am I going to have to. Am I going to have to run, <laughs> run a controller and I'm going to be the loser in the group or whatever. <laughs> You'd be like, what's the A button do? Exactly. <laughs> but uh, so what happens is like on, especially with like Instagram and Facebook and stuff, you can tag people. He put this post up and I'll show you the picture because I got my phone here. And I'm going to read what he said because I don't want to fuck it up and I think it's flawless. He, uh, he posts this picture right here, right? It's him in the aging room smoking a cigar. And he said, okay, we need to have a discussion. That's, that, that's Steve Saka, who made this cigar. My job is to craft the best cigars, not be on social media. I share photos when I can and answer DMs when time allows. But it is a low priority thing for me. It will always be there's not enough time in the world for me to do more. So you need to ask yourself, do I want Sokka to be a social media influencer or do I want Sokka to get his fat ass in fields 
barns and factories being a cigar maker. If you want an SMI, I suggest you follow someone else. Ditto for events. And he goes on to talk about events. So he, he's well, literally... He's just being true to himself. I want is, to put out the best product. Right. He's like, uh, if you want me to social media influence all the time, I'll do that. But we do want to kind of see the man and get a little cozy and know, you know who the guy is who... You know, we're talking about his cigars, so it's cool he put that out there. That's really nice. I mean, you know, in, in, in saying that, too, we should probably, you know, now that these have been out, are we on our fourth week, almost coming around a month on our Cyclops being out? We were one month, six days ago. Okay, maybe we should do something just kind of now that a lot of people have had them. And what I mean, Hello. What do, you, what do you want to do? Well, I think we should do something about the local thing. I think that's our strongest thing that we've got going. We're local. We're a couple of guys who have been working this for a year and a half with Craft and Puro. And we've been talking about us doing a cigar. Now it's out. I think we should do something saying get it out more local. Like, hey, you know, everybody puts something out. For example, like in... What is it? Taste magazine or Sauce magazine? Sauce magazine. You know, I've never seen anything in there about cigars, but maybe I approach them and I says, "Hey, listen, we're just a, lo- a couple local guys. We're trying to do right. We didn't go open a, a, a brick and mortar. We're trying to go through social media or, or podcasting or however we're doing it right now, and just say, hey, we like, you know, just a little shout out, like, hey, we think we've got one of the best local cigars out here." and reach us on craftsimperial.com and um, if you guys would like to do this you know we can put out where it is boop 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 give us a shot because i think you guys would really love our cigars especially with some of the tobacco flavors that we have in there that i think people are really enjoying which i don't think they've smoked before I'll tell you they haven't because I fucking haven't. Right, I knew that. That's why I knew it was a special. I, I will, I'll put that up against not all, but most and some, man. There's We're talking about the Pepsi Challenge, baby. Much fucking, fucking tobacco out there that I haven't smoked. I mean, and that's just, that's not that's not a snobby thing. Like I saw it after all of it, dude. That's just yeet. that's time. That's time. Progressions of brands over the years. You know, what I mean, like that's just that's just something that happens. Um... But yeah, we should do that. We should. That, that would be really cool. And we've got the support behind us to do it. I mean, we've got people that want to help us and want to roll with it, which would be pretty sweet. Um, I wanted to do a... Oh, I was trying to tell you. <laughs> we've gotten a bunch of comments over the past couple weeks of like customers that are buying the Cyclops and stuff like that. Yeah. They're, the jokes. This is how people listen to the podcast. They see the new packaging and they're like, oh, so it's not in the Empanada box anymore? Or it's not in a fry container. Oh, like the. <laughs> hold on, wait a minute. Like I always, like I always said. Oh, thank you, uh, waitress. Thank you. You're very nice. Um, I always, uh, I com- I compared it to McDonald's apple turnover boxes that were red with the yeah. apple turnover. <laughs> yeah. Only this is in a Manila box, and we wrapped it up with some string from the 1900s and stuck our sticker on it. But um, Mark already had, he was thinking these were a good, and I, he asked me about them, like, yeah, let's give it a whirl. I don't know how many boxes he ordered. Shit, dude. <laughs> I got fire starter for the winter, okay? There let's you go, baby. <laughs> So we can be burning some boxes for a starter. I like the black bags because I said to him, these Pravada bags are pretty cool. 
I actually like our black bags better than the Pravada because guess why? Interesting fact, those some bitches are long and you stick them in your little humidor and they're not very fit eventually. Ours hey, are a little hey, squattier. Interesting fact, them some bitches are long. Right, they're freaking some long ass they are. Well, I mean, you got to think. Well, because hey, we're, hey. we're kind of to our size on we're, our bags. We're, you know, we're a 652. They're, uh, you know. You I'm not cutting down his bags shit. because he's putting some seven, you know, whatever's in there. Yeah, he throws out a variety and a range of sizes. I mean, he's got some long Coronas or yeah. Yeah, Torinos yeah, in right. there, you know. Torinos, some hippity doodahs, and some of them lamb cenudos. You know it, baby. I know my shit. Um... So I mean, what is there a chart a mile long on sizes? Yeah, don't expect time, me to every uh, time be... you print one. Someone releases a cigar with a new fucking size. Um, but those but, bags really fit our style and our bags and little handheld. Well, not handheld humidors, but the smaller humidors for home. Um, so I think it's a smart fit for us. I think they look good. I don't think they look hokey pokey. Like our, uh, they look cool. And what were they calling those bags? Empanada. Empanadas. Like what the Taco hell is... Bell's empanada. You have the apple turnover from from McDonald's. Taco Bell had that something and something just same, like that. same fucking thing. Yeah. Well, hey, so I'll take that as a compliment if we're okay I, I, doing I wanna, distribution like Taco Bell. We're for gonna Christ's sake. shit. Yeah, they will be openly traded tomorrow. Um, I wanna I wanna get into some more of the stuff that we've heard from some listeners, but. I saw something really, and you golfed this. And week, by the right? way, I love that they're telling us that shit in person, bro. It's I fucking love weird. it. It's hilarious. I love it. Um, you golfed this week, right? Yes. Okay, we talked about Phil Mickelson and all his amazingness. Yeah, that was great, right? And I actually so, watched a whole day of golf. I won 170 bucks on that guy. Nice. That's my that's my lefty, bro. That's my lefty. I said that to Maddie. I says, man, I says it's part of the one percent. He's a freaking lefty, like my Viking partner. He says, yes, he is. He's part of the one And then he's like, bro. he's a lefty? I'm like, yeah, Matt. He's a lefty, baby. It's He'd know good. that if he golfed with us. Yes, well, he will soon. Oh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. You only, you only own the place, bro. He golfs a lot. I bet yeah, he I golfs know. at least a couple times a week. He said and he's, he's doing, a busy he's son doing of a bitch. 36 plus a week. He's busy. And I think he gets in uh, maybe 218. Like I yeah, said, yeah. yeah, a couple of weeks. But also golf, right? So right now the uh, women's NCAA match play tournament's on, and I don't know why this shocked me, but I found it really interesting. One, these girls are incredibly talented, right? Fantastic. But I'm watching the opening rounds today. It was on the Golf Channel. Uh, I think it's the second or third round, right? Um, so it was Oklahoma State University against Alabama, I believe. Or no, Ole Miss, right? And then Tennessee and someone else, okay? Half of the players listed are not from this country. They were from Switzerland, Australia, New Zealand. Um, what was the, the one? Switzerland, that what are they, golfing up in the Alps or something? That's what I was curious about. I'm like, where are you golfing, dude? But literally, I they mean, got like, uh, they're here on they're golden here on, tea golfing like, courses like over 3D in Switzerland. Tea? I don't know, but Holy they're here and, and it shows their majors, right? And it's funny. All their majors are like international business, masters in business planning and development, uh, this, this, this and that. But that shocked me. And I, I mean, I know we're not the biggest golf fans in the world. We love golf. We watch 
like we watch PGA and shit. But well, we're getting more. What in would golf. you think about? Like, what do you? What, what did you? Th- I didn't know that. I, I did didn't know it either. Know that. Literally from like Australia, I get Australia, right? England, I get like, England, Scotland, Ireland, right? Birth of golf and shit. But New Zealand, right? Australia, Switzerland, New um uh. Switzerland is kind of weird. Is well, Jam- do they play golf down in Jamaica? I bet they do. I'm sure they do. It's not like bobsledding. Sure no. I mean, well, you can play golf almost I anywhere. The money. I don't know about Antarctica, but I mean, shit, they may be playing it up there. I don't know. Be really Considering everything's sand. melting, just be uh, like yeah. teeing off a, uh, uh, you know, uh, what is it? A mata- uh, what do they call those? Matterhorns? A manatee? A, man- <laughs> a manatee? What are those big ass elephants that are all hairy? Oh, mammoth? Mammoth. Like woolly mammoth? Maybe they're just like uh, teeing off mammoths that are unfreezing. Half, half fall one and tee off its tusk. Put a couple tees in there. Yeah. Um, was something else. Oh, did you hear what happened to the legends when you were gone? I did. The car that Believe went vertical me, into the house? I heard about it. Oh, hell yeah, we heard yeah. about it. A couple young kids take it off the road, go down the hill, get lofted up into the air, and then nosedive into a freaking house. Vertical into a house? Yeah. I'm like, how do you get that? What did you have a ski jump? How did they do know. that? I wanted to be in the car though. That'd I heard dope. everything about it. The kids are all right. The family's all right. Everybody, uh, but I haven't heard any aftermath or whatever. A couple party was like around one or so. Yeah, they were and at a, a, a car just drops into your house. Right. I mean, I guess you're trying to sleep and you woke up by the not wow. your car horn. I did hear that. That was like the big news of the morning. Like, hey, Matt, look at this house. We're the legends, whatever. <laughs> hey, Matt, someone parked a car in your neighbor's house. <laughs> yeah. And that, uh, and honest to God, I've known them for a while now. And that's happened at least two other times I know of. Yes. So the Not other directly one, The other one, uh, speaking of uh, podcast listeners and stuff, shout out to uh, Chief of Ball and Police, Chief Doug Sh- Chiflet. I've not met him yet. You will. He, he, we're gonna have him on the podcast stuff. You'll you'll meet him. Um, he texted me two nights ago, and uh, he says, "I just tried to retro hail." Here, it's always. I just tried to retro hail. Says I just tried to retro hail, and hang on. Here you go. Uh, I just tried to retro hail. I'm still coughing, so I kind of gave him some method and like how to do it. He goes, "Okay, stand by." Wow, that worked. And then I coughed. Thank you. I said, it's a learning process. You got this. And he laughed. He comes in today having a meeting with some other officers. And he goes, I still can't do it, man. Every time I do it, I start coughing all over the place. And then uh, he got mad because we liked old granddad over granddad 114. He likes 114 better. He's got something to say about it. And he said, there's a reason you can't find 114 anywhere. Because why? It's too good? He he said, uh, yeah. Huh. Oh, and then Brian yelled at me because I don't like White Castle. That happened. Yeah. I like White Castle, but White Castles are just not the way they used to make them. First of all. Well, then it it was funny because Brian's asked me, have you ever had this, 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 and this? I'm like, no. Because every time someone brings fucking White Castle, they bring a Crave case. (laughs) It's a bunch of greasy pancakes by the time you get them. Yeah. No. To do... You, you, it's like my son. I'm going to put this easy. This will be not a long thing. My son is an Emos fan. He's been to every Emos in St. Louis. And he goes, Dad, Emos, you can have a lot of Emos, but there are those that serve it with love and they do it with love. 
he has picked out here we go what, do they get the better the top no it, it, it's all the same it's just how you make it and he says it's with love he says his top two emo go-go's are kirkwood and the one right by the Mercedes dealer. That's the original one on Hampton. He says that's still the best. Right there by the zoo entrance. He goes, that's where all well, the love I is on the original. I your son, but Emo sucks. Just through and through, you know? Yeah. yeah. But here's, guess in saying that, um, I, do I like an Emo's once in a while too? But I, uh, I probably, out of all my pizza tasting, which is not a lot, I kind of like the one, is it called Mod Pizza? Mod, yeah. Yeah. Mod, I love their Super stuff. fresh. Yeah. Um, super. They're like little 14-inch pizzas. I like thin, but when you get to that crust, man, I don't like to be like freaking need to get a knife to get through that, like, I don't know, what is it, a 16th of a freaking inch? Yeah. Um, Mod seems to be uh, my guy. I kind of like that. So anyway, we threw out a couple pieces, but this seems to be one of the St. Louis and their pizza seems to be in the top 10 of the country, which is kind of cool. I get that, but it's funny. You know, uh, the owner of Barst Bar sorry, Barstool Sports does his pizza reviews where he goes in somewhere, buys a pizza, walks out the front door with a camera live on Instagram and Facebook and tastes the pizza. He did emos and dropped the pizza on the ground and called it the worst pizza in the country. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's doing well here. Uh, no, it's, and I have I have to take that back, right? Like with everything, it's good. If you order an emos, and here's my one thing: I don't like I don't like that cheese, that Provel cheese thing where they mix the cheeses. That's if you what everybody order, if you really likes. Order an emos and just ask them for mozzarella and well done it. It's a damn good thing for us pizza, man. Not mad at it at all. It's really good. I think for me, I really like fresh tomato sauce. Well, and see, I'm the a, tomatoey I'm a, stuff. I'm an and, East Coast style pizza guy, dude. I like the big greasy slices. I yeah. love that pizza. And I got a, there's a place on Manchester called Boardwalk Pizza. Lights well, out. now I'm gonna fuck this all up, but um, uh, Maddie Ice out there at um, the Legends has Maddie been working Ice. on his pizza, and we had, and I'm gonna fuck this up, but he had like a a Reuben pizza or something the other night out there that he ordered and it was freaking amazing <laughs> he's been working on his pizzas out there and it was damn good but then again once you're hungry and it's getting late stuff tastes good yeah, hot dogs and right look at this baby yeah I'm just I'm not really overly doing this like the yeah. drop the dimes but this is going good Cowboys man. Cowboys drawing an original ass I probably got a two inch maybe the two, two and a half inch yeah getting up there and uh, i'm not doing anything special i'm not like working it upside down but it's really good the only safety you're doing is the ashtrays directly under his cigar so it doesn't fall in the pool so and the only reason we do that is if you're drawn and you're you're paying attention to your girl this little cigar and giving her some love um it tells a lot about the construction correct mm -hmm. so things are going really good with this cigar man i'm loving this thank you for bringing it to the forefront the biggest thing that i find on a cigar when it comes to that ash that shows one it shows quality of roller right like who put the cigar together was yeah. so magnificently fragile with the tobacco right there's no there's flawless there's no seam in it there's no pinched portion everything's going good but then the age of the filler the age of the binder and then the wrapper you chose that holds it all together that's when that ash goes perfectly man and it shows the rate of combustion like if you look at your ash and then you look right below where you're smoking 
See how the wrapper's almost kind of curled under? Yeah. That's rate of combustion, which means that the filler and binder are igniting and burning the wrapper. That's how the cigar should work. At just the right rate yeah. that it's... There's no And here's the other involved. thing. I've always been... Um, I'm not always a technical guy, but I've always felt like if you can smoke this reasonably with a good ash, you're keeping the combustion rate and everything working perfectly in the cigar. Now, listen to me. When I tell you this, me and the Viking are out. We are poolside, and we're going to get some snapshots. Um, the waitress will be out here taking pictures. But we have zero weather tonight. No oh, wind. This is like the shocking. perfect freaking night. The water, the water temperature is 80, what, 86, 88, something perfect. like that. It's phenomenal. Um, and I, guys, when I tell you, the only wind we're feeling is... What the hell's that way the fuck out there? Almost looks like a UFO or some shit out there, doesn't it? Isn't that fucking bizarro? What is it? What that? the hell is it? I have no idea. I mean, it's someone's flying, flying around in the, in the air. Like a drone. A, someone's flying a drone. That's a drone? That's I a no big-ass drone. Is. Maybe it is the alien. That is some weird-ass shit. Or it's a balloon. Oh, look. It just dropped. Look at that. Yeah. That's fantastic. And it dropped standing up. So that means the construction of this son of a bitch was really good. Tobaccos are I tight. Things are rolling well. Shit. I don't know what the hell that is, dude. Oh. My what? first guess would say... It's a balloon. It's a balloon. Yeah. It's like maybe 15, 20 balloons tied together. It's just cruising around the sky. Yeah, someone probably okay. just let it. Graduations. Don't we're worry. No uh, alien invasion tonight. We're all Not good. Not us. We don't get... Take me. <laughs> Show me your secrets. Listen, dude. I have no problem with some uh, people landing at the new... Uh, hey, man. I got a Cyclops for them. They want to come in and hang out. The, new, the new place here. We'll pour some Larceny barrel pick over here. All right. We're two in on Larceny. So I'm going to introduce this new uh, giddy up. So this is really interesting, and and me and the Viking have never done this before. Is that really what it says it is? What? Is that really what it says it is? It is. Yeah. So do you drink that? We're going to try this. So okay. here here's my thought. Okay. So we went out to um, me and uh, J9, uh, the Bourbon Cowboy's wife. We did a zip out there on a nice little afternoon. Uh, quickly after work and uh, went to Sugar Creek, which is just out other side of Defiance. Anyway, they've got, they've been there for a long, 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 long time. And Chris is running this right now. And um, he introduced, he's the, the blender and does everything with the wines out there. And he's had a vodka. Vodka I'm called- I'm sorry, I missed all that. Where is this from? This is from Sugar Creek Winery. Okay. It's just past uh, Defiance, you know, that little turn. That's where the Tough Mudder was going to be. No. The Tough what? Runner, that's out uh, in, um, like, almost towards Inns Innsbruck. That's Wait, right. Never mind. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, so sorry. anyway, um, he was telling me about his vodka, and I'd had, I thought it was great. It was fantastic. And I was going to buy a bottle. He goes, have you tried my brandy? And he goes, Hodge, I know you're not a brandy guy, you're a bourbon guy, but he goes, give this a shot. And he had two different years of this and how he did it. And I says, yeah, dude, let's take a shot of this. He was smoking my Cyclops. Ceramic he goes, cork. I love Ow. the Cyclops. Did I say it? My you Cyclops? You said yours, yeah, you took ownership. Okay, I don't normally do that. Thing, you know me, I don't normally you do that. You owned it. Anyway, the Cyclops. 
um, are Cyclops. <laughs> anyway, God, I don't, I don't normally do that. Shit, Whatever. Anyway, out. he said, um, he said, give this a shot. And I'm like, all right, man. And I tried it. And I tried the two. And I says, listen, this one tastes more like bourbon. It's like right on the cusp of bourbon brandy. And I want to support all of our local guys. And of course, he's like, dude, I love those Cyclops. Let's have those out here, too. I says, cool. I says, I'm going to have this on my podcast. We'll give it a whirl. And because it's something a little different, because we're not all about bourbon, man. We're about spirits. No, we, we do some We do some Yeah, stuff. we do all yeah. kinds of shit. So anyway, let's give this a little, give so, this a little smuggy muggy. Yeah, let's check this out. And then I want to talk about brandy. Yeah. And I thought it was interestingly, interestingly really good. You got the little brandy, but it's almost like there's a brandy side to honest, the drink honestly, and kind of a little bourbon side to honestly, it. Honestly, it tastes like a bourbon finished scotch to me. That's what I'm telling yeah, you. I really thought, cool. I told Janine, that's I go, not, I think he's gonna like this. So my thing, my thing is right now, I don't know a lot about brandy, right? I don't either. So, I don't know so, jack so shit. cognac and brandy, right, are, are basically, Okay, God, now I know a lot of you are going to be able to fix this. I'm, we're not looking anything up. We're not doing anything crazy. Uh, but brandy and cognac is basically liquor distilled wine. Okay? Now, but it's cognac a, it's is It's only called about the longevity. Cognac, exactly. You just and, keep and, and it the, going. And the still type. Keep it taking the past type, right? the, the bourbon, the to whiskey. To be called cognac, you have to be made distilled in the cognac region of France, right? That's the only thing that it is. That's the legality for cognac. Brandy is the same way, right? But I know brandy more kind of resembles rum in the amount of glucose yes. added to it, like sugar content. But you just keep it going longer. But this is not, like the reasons that, look, I appreciate uh, a, a Louis the Fourteenth, right? Uh, Hennessy Private Collection, a VXSOP Remy Martin, okay? Like really high-end cognacs, right? I appreciate them. I'll have one. It's like a port wine, right? A dessert. You'll have one. I can't sit and drink cognac. It's just, it's cough syrupy. It's too thick. It's, I hear it's you weird. Too. I'm the this, same way. This literally, like, I if I, if I so had does, a bottle. So does it surprise you? It's, it's insane. It, it surprised me a lot. If I, Grainstone single malt scotch, right? I talk about it a lot. Uh, we've talked about it on the podcast before, and I talk about how McAllen is the best whatever, hands down, right? Um... Hello, buddies. No, the ducks flew over. Geese, Geese. whatever. Um, when I've talked about, you know, how 18-year McCown, I think is the single most, Sherry Cast Finish, is the single most repetitively fantastic bottled whiskey in the world. It never changes. It's always the same thing, hands down. Grainstone 18 is maybe two points off that, right? But Grainstone does a packed Sherry Finish in an ex-bourbon cask at 82 proof, so 41. This is 40. This tastes like that. This nah, is dude. not, this isn't, this isn't, you know, if you went right now and grabbed a 40%, I think, uh, I think, uh, Hennessy Brown Label is like 41. Worlds of difference, right? Or if you get, um, what's that really popular brandy? It comes in the cool bottle, uh, XO. Yeah. Is it is XO it, brandy? Is it a Hennessy? Like nope. It, it's its own name. It's, oh. I don't know. I know exactly Camus. what you're doing. Camus. Camus oh. XO, right? Same proof, but that's got that li liqueur 
cough syrup thickness, the 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 weird sense that I'm not really fond of. I get you. There's this, a slight, almost like a little peak to that. A little yeah, bit. like this on ice. I drank this all day. It's almost like it's a little peat, thick. It's almost like a peat bourbon brandy mix. And it's pretty damn nice. Well, what's crazy is the and nose. And he's brewing this in his little hut out there. The at nose has all the like molasses butter that you uh-huh. get. But then the taste, you get more of... Now, it's not like you taste a bourbon in it, but you get that bourbon-esque thing where you get some of the barrel, right? You get a little bit of the wood or the heat or something. It's there. But then it's got some citrus, peaty, smoky... That's good. I like that. And I didn't think and I he would. Said, I, I've been staring at this thing the whole time we're sitting here like, I'm not fucking drinking brandy. Like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'd already checked I out. wouldn't have put it up there if I didn't think you might like it. But I nailed him down. He goes, you don't have a proof on this everywhere. He goes, and honestly, I don't even know exactly what he told me, but it's an 80 plus proof, which I'm like, okay, man, that's cool. Um, so I have something to talk about. But um, he was just a super interesting guy, Chris, up there at Sugar Creek. And um, oh, Chris, thanks, man. This is fantastic. Yeah, we got to get out there. Well, I need to get out there. You, you, you're there, off. And here's the cool thing: it's not from my house. I live here at the West County Mall, right here on Ballard. Well, it's not giving your fucking address, right? Yeah. But I'm just saying, we're probably 30 minutes from the place from here. Really? Yeah. From lit. Where is the? Fines? I mean, you're probably. Okay, 30 minutes from my house, probably 20 minutes from Lit. You just go out to Weldon Springs, make a left on 94, and you're probably 15 minutes down the road. You're up is on it, the hill. Is it by the uh, the big outdoor archery, gun range, all no. that up there on 94? No, you just go out to the 94, make a left, and you drive about a little windy road, you get down to Defiance, you go past and go up a hill, overlook the whole river and everything, and it's right there. Nice. That's really good. I like that. So what I'm saying, Chris, is we're coming out there, baby. Thank you for uh, sharing this with me because I was just going to buy a bottle of vodka. And it's always nice because we we regularly do kind of the same thing somewhat. But yet this was a nice little break uh, from tradition. And I'm going to do this and do a little retro hill. Do it. Yeah, man. I think that's really nice. Did and I've right never been a brand. Uh, the whiskey. Oh, sorry. Well, brandy. brandy. And I don't even know if brandy. Brandy's probably the technical name for it. But I am with you. I get a little bit of scotch. We don't do this, but I'm going to look this up. I brandy and a little bit of bourbon. I think it, it kind of scours just the cusp of all those, which even makes it more intriguing. Oh, here, okay, here you go. Look, here. Th- this is the difference, okay? Brandy generally refers to a distilled spirit made from fermented fruit juice. It can be produced using grapes or fruit, okay? Um, the only exception is brandy has to be from the Normandy region of France. Brandy, right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cognac has to be from the Cognac region of France. Right. Everything outside there, like a lot of Cognac comes from Normandy, which is called brandy. The difference is to create brandy, you distill it twice. Whereas wine is distilled once, then vintnered into bottles. So if brandy the interest is level is high, yeah. I think definitely we should do like a day up there with Chris 
smoke a couple cigars and have him talk a little bit more about this because I think Dude, that would be cool for St. Louis, this is, would be a really nice, interesting because we are looking for, we're all looking for something a little different to try amongst our, you know, what we normally do. And I just thought this would be a nice little thing. The vodka, I was like, scrap vodka, I'm getting this brandy. Because he's got a couple different ages of this. But this one what I felt one like, now? I don't know, he, whatever the spot take down in there is, is this a two-year batch three bottle nine bottle 53 yeah two years barrel aged i think it's pretty damn good for two years and the complexity of it i think is pretty nice that's that's fantastic and honestly guys when you turn the larceny against it larceny is what one shade darker very similar one yeah. maybe maybe two the larceny's got more of that amber um man Jesus, that is. I've got to take back. I literally, guys, I'm not gonna lie. To you, I'm sitting over here the whole time. This bottle's sitting here, and I thought maybe he was gonna talk about a cocktail or something. No, I did not expect to be sitting here drinking brandy. But this is cool. Judgment Tree Handmade Brandy, uh, Distillery of Defiance, and this is at Sugar Creek Winery. Yes, Sugar Creek Winery. Shout out to those guys. You got to try this stuff, man. This is fantastic. And honestly, the super sweetness that's in there that kind of molasses butter I said on the nose against the cigar brings a spice out of this that was not there with the larceny um, it's it a better a pairing out. it smooths the it's retro it's a better hell. pairing with Judgment Tree than larceny it smooths the retro hell. and it's not like that that sweetness or whatever overpowers you it kind of gives you on your palate and then it kind of mellows out really cool and uh, I think that's a really nice winner, man. And he's sitting there out on that little mound by himself and whatever. So I just wanted to give him some love. He was super cool. We talked about all kinds of things and everything. And uh, I think he's got awesome. a nice little product going out there. So anyway, that's that little giddy up. Yeah, I like that a lot. Wow. I'm drinking brandy. Man. Check me out. I gotta yeah, say, Viking, though, this, this cigar is fucking fantastic, too. Yeah, I think... Um, we're probably... I don't even know if we're halfway through this. No, we're you the same are. I don't know no, if no, I've no, been no, talking no, too no, much. No. Oh, no, we're exactly yeah, the same way through. And, uh, man, I think this is a good damn cigar. I've never smoked this, but it hasn't been out, right? This is new. No, it's, it's been out... Yes, it's new-ish. I think it came out October of last year. Oh, so we're a year Maybe. behind on this, but man, this is a good smoke. Well, yeah, but it's 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 not just new; it's still new to me. The it's thing, new to the me thing, and the you. Thing that, the thing that's really cool about this, and you know what's actually incredibly unique about this, there are two companies I can think of, right? Aladino cigars that we did with the uh, uh, Yellowstone. Oh yeah. Barrel taste, right? Okay, so Christian Uroa's brother opened Aladino, right? And then there's Steve Saka. Which a lot of people now are into the Steve Saka Sasquatch thing with the Sasquatch and the cigar. That's his nickname, the Sasquatch. Really? A lot of people, a lot of these Liga fans, these Drew Estate fans, these guys that live by Liga Pravada. I'm talking everything to the T52, right? The blend. Here's the thing. He didn't make the blend, right? He was involved in the blend, Rollers designed it, and the cigar was a private release number nine. That was the tag on it. Private release number nine for personal smoking of Steve Saka, the president of Drew Estate Cigars. Okay? 
this man decided that the cigar was so damn good he couldn't keep it himself. Created Liga Privada, private release or limited release, right? Or yeah, limited private, private, yeah, private. I don't know how the translation is, right? And put it out to the public. All these die-hard Liga fans, this and that, this and that. Yes, it's Jonathan Drew's company. Yes, it's his. The blend is stock is Sokka's. It's his. Right? And then when he left, he came back. Here's, here's the most important thing to me that you have to respect. Did he sign a non-compete? Who knows, right? We don't know any of that. When he retired from Drew Estate, a couple years later, launches this company. He comes back. He didn't recreate a Liga Bravada. He created a Connecticut Broadleaf with a bunch of Nicaraguan stuff in it, right? The different tobaccos and re-released an entire different line than anything he oversaw at Drew Estate. That is talent, man. I put That's down fantastic. on par. I put down on par with the talent that Pepin Garcia has to have one of the highest-profile cigar companies in the world. Of my father. And yet he can work with Pete Johnson and John Huber of Crown Heads and create dozens of other blends that not a single one mirrors his own product. Does he work with Luciano as well? Who? Luciano. Uh, No, Saka. No, Saka does not, but Huber does. Crown Heads. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the other beautiful thing I love about it is is I always... uh, Listen... I always say, if you're a traveling man and you're moving and shaking, I'm in all all kinds of conditions. Um, this is one of those cigars I could take on the golf course too, and it just seems like it would do well. Well, we've uh, talked because about we that. golf, we don't golf like every day, but maybe once a week. We try, and this looks like one. Now we're smoking this. On a crystal Again. clear, beautiful freaking yes. night. Asterisk, the best weather we've had in St. Louis. In I year. can't remember a night that me and you've ever been in. And not to mention, if the uh, Viking stays for a while tonight, we actually may see the super moon come up oh. tonight because the super moon will be up closest to the earth, as well as I understand it right now. Closest to the earth, and it's a blood moon. It might be a bit reddish. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, where? Go on in the old of the haciendo. So, anyway, so I'm looking forward to that. I think the uh, Viking might. We, we could also take a pause. My God, no big deal. No, we're okay. Take it's a pause, and uh, but I'm looking forward to at least being around the pool with the Viking tonight. Oh yeah, it's going. Nice. And uh, we're gonna see the super moon. They call this the super moon, blood moon, and now I think there's a third. I don't know if they call it the astronomical things that are going down. Let's just do a just do a pause and we can do it. But hold anyway, that thought. Hold that thought. Let's hold our thoughts. We'll take a little pause we'll and we'll right come back. back and I'll give you all the astronomical the fucking shits on it. Alright, we'll be right back, guys. Stay tuned. Alright, guys, we are back, man. We just had a little dip in the pool. We got the fucking sound system going, the lights are going. Guys, I cannot tell you. I know a lot of you guys get the beach every day. Trust me, I wish I was back in Hawaii or in I'll take the keys, man. I'm all about the keys, dude. And wish we I was, I are wish I was in Florida to do a for a week. From Hawaii. I wish I was in. Yeah, we do. Yeah, no fucking. There. I'll doubt. move there soon. Don't worry about Guess it. Guess what? It's gonna look like it's Haji on a longboard, 
out in I'll the ocean. I'll teach you to serve. Fuck, baby. It ain't I'll gonna take you long. To serve, man. I got some athletic ability. And say that it could go totally <laughs> bad. <laughs> the only thing I would probably be worried about, not surfing on a longboard, shortboard, but I know those undercurrents. Uh, under, under we would tough. have to take. Uh, nah, dude, you're not. You're I've not been gonna on surf, some shit. No, you're not going to surf any of those Woo. bays, though, dude. Like you're. If, if we, are we talking like a mile, ten or fifteen footer, or are we talking starting you out? You would not live a fifteen footer, dude. <laughs> I know that I'm just throwing. I served 15 footers when I was 15. I won't get back on a 15 footer right now. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. I did a um, four footer in Balboa Bay out in California, and the undertow was so got bad, so damn bad. I didn't even know if I'd ever make it back to shore. It was so bad. Well, you so know, I know, you know I learned rule, early. You know the base rule of surfing, right? Uh, no, I do. You not. have to be able to hold your breath for 90 seconds. Well, I guarantee you I did it that day. I guarantee <laughs> Base it. Base rule of serving. And then my dad was going to come save me. I'm like, don't even get in the water. I'll be back. Anyway, go ahead. Um, well, we were talking about the moon tonight. You were saying something about that. Okay, so the moon tonight, there's three things happening. There is... Hang on, guys. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Can I say one thing? Yeah. This is how nice the weather is. Flame's not even moving. My soft flame lighter works in a pool. <laughs> It doesn't even work. I mean, it's not even moving. So here's the thing. Tonight, the big full is tomorrow, but we're one night early, which is cool. Rain maybe all day tomorrow. So this is fabulous tonight. So we're supposed to have a super moon, meaning the earth, the moon is closest to the earth tonight. Then there's going to be a, a red colored moon. And then in some areas, there's a lunar eclipse. Now, they did say we could see some of it tonight, but whatever. We'll see what happens. But it's a special night. Me and the Viking are back together. We're in the pool, the new pool, the ranch here is is almost turning out to be a new Florida North uh, feel to it, it's which is super cool. Midwest Oasis. Yeah, the Midwest Oasis. Right, cool. Anyway. We're enjoying this shit. And this cigar, man, I really like it. I, I, I am really liking this, I am man. going to... Uh, Construction's good. Everything's fucking damn beautiful. I'm going to place an order for a couple of bundles of these. So we have them. These are really good. You know, and, I could, you know what actually drove me to these? Um, you know, working at Lit, there's a couple of customers. And there, there's a lot of actual Saka fans that really enjoy the new stuff. His Mikarita line and stuff like that. They all smoke on this. And it's like every time that it's out of stock... They smoke, you know, they smoke other Saka, they smoke other cigars. As soon as this thing comes back, they hound right back to it. I can see why. It's a good cigar. It's man. got a little unique dude, flavor to it. It's under 10 bucks, Under $10. Yeah. And for the man that created Liga Bravada, <laughs> the cigar is under $10. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Here's what's really cool. I had, And I always want to hear from listeners from the Cyclops. Is I had a guy who sat down. He's a music guy. And I, uh, I've got some music guys who work for me. I'm in the construction uh, end of things. I'm a contractor. And I gave them some cigars, and they had it out one night. And, drinking. and the guy was like, he started smoking the cigar, and he asked the guy, he goes, how much is this cigar? He goes, it's $10 cigar. And he goes, whoa, that's kind of pricey. And about 10, 15 minutes later, he goes, whoa. He goes, I get it. This is a $10 fucking cigar. And I'm like, you betcha, baby. Yeah, that's been uh, that's been pretty cool, and and for me, for me, uh, with the Cyclops, that cigar, man, it. I'll tell you what, to to literally 
We're super stoked. Based on your taste, right? And as your, that's our taste, okay? Us to agree on something. This is a little it, out of our taste profile. Put it, put it out for other people to judge and flow with. I think it hit where it needed to hit. Yeah, it did. Now, there's going to be a flop. Trust me, we're all aware of that. There's going to be a cigar that we do that's just going to not work. It has to because if everything's perfect, something's wrong. You know, or people are lying to you. You really don't want any of that. But we'll be cool when we get to that. Um, well, whatever. I think for right now, we're where we need to be. Everything's going groovy. Yeah, we're yeah, on. What's, what's up? up? Jim's coming over to bring you some Hawaiian sliders. Beautiful. Tell Are you going to get... We, I would love for you to take a picture of our whole setup and whatever. Are you going to get in the water? Let's go, giddy up. Let's go. Um, I'm just trying to think, is there anything else we need before you come over? Because I think we're doing great. We may want to grab another bourbon. You because, want to another one? Um, I may have you grab something before you come out. Like, give me a second. I don't want to be put on the spot. But either way, yeah, let's go. Come on. I was going to bring you Turn that light on, our fan on with the little light. And could you put us something kind of on the TV? TV? It's on, but there's nothing on there. Anyway... You guys, we don't need to catch oh, up with all our little busy work. Yeah, but something I anyway. wanted to ask you. Um, this kind of been bothering me about the the cigar industry itself lately. Um, so we got Hawaiian sliders coming, baby. That's all. I don't know what that means, but that's awesome. That well, means Jimmy there's pineapple on something. Over some that means there's pineapple on something because that's Jim Gem is that's, coming that's, over. That's state profiling. You put pineapple on something called Hawaii. It's fucked up. Well, I don't know. Does that play music? I don't think we need to do that. Just yeah. put something up there enjoyable. So, so with with cigars or actually Cardinals you know playing about, tonight or whatever. Talk about the. Uh, I don't want to talk about what irritates me. I want to talk about the CRA sampler packs. That pack. You oh, that saw? pack you got. Yeah. Okay. So what I what I want to talk. The reason, guys, I want everyone to, and this is not a promotion for Lit as much as it is. I I just simply don't know any other CRA receiving shops in St. Louis. I don't. Um, so Lit got 20 of them. Uh, these packs, what these packs do, these funds that are put together. So all these cigars that are in these packs are donated from the cigar companies. The funds from these packs are what, believe it or not, the CRA is a political movement group. So they are the lead fighting force behind what has, for the past six or seven years, been stopping the FDA in their tracks as to limiting or placing legislation on top of premium tobacco sales, okay? These CRA packs are available. It's eight, eight or ten cigars in there. Um, and they're TAA releases or special releases for the CRA pack. Uh, the current pack has the La Florida Dominicana and Illusion Bull, uh, the San Cristobal, I think it's a Habano wrapper, the 2020 LLE Kappa Special from Tatuaje, uh, the TAA release of the Padron 1926, or handmade, I'm not sure exactly what that is. Um, you've got the Connecticut wrapped Diamond Crown, you have the Connecticut wrapped uh, Pepin Garcia, the Don Pepin, the blue label. Um, there's the, uh, the uh, there's the uh, Maduro Special Leva V Robusto in there. 
um, a bunch of uh, Alec Bradley 2019 fine and rare, some really spectacular cigars that are kind of hard to land on, and CRA threw these things together and you get it. Now, are you a member of the CRA? Negative. Okay, it's it's literally like I think it's like fifteen dollars. Let's do it. You pay for it. But have you heard? Now we didn't. I think we touched on this a little bit last week with the rush, and I really didn't get into it. The newest FDA attack. So they're going after infused and flavored cigars. I was going to ask you to talk about that. I didn't know you were going there. So, but I didn't know if that would come up to our. Well, no. The one reason. Are we talking acid cigars? Yes. Wow. So that's the number one cigar come in the country, isn't acid the number one? Yeah, easily. Acid, acid in itself, that entity is so large that there are acid smokers that don't know what Drew Estate is. I believe that. The Drew Estate, it's Drew Estate's cigar line. You know I what believe I mean? that. I believe right? that. So what would happen? The only semi benefit that I see as a fan of cigars. And for the general public, right? Say this legislation does come down and those cigars can't happen anymore. Drew Estate has to get rid of their diplomat program, which means that any shop that is a Drew Estate account could order Liga, could but order everything else. I guess my interest would be why are why are they going after that? What is the problem? Well, because is it they're flavored cigars in all the gas stations yeah, and all it, that it, shit. It's because they're grouping it all together. They're grouping vape. Swisher Sweet and, and well, the honestly, I think the reason that Drew Estates the biggest issue is Swisher Sweets does not own them. They bought Drew Estate three years ago, two two three years ago. Swisher they bought Drew Sweet Estate. Yep, they bought Drew Estate. Yeah, for a lot of money. I'm I did not Jonathan know that. Drew. Um, but um, they're grouping all that together because the, the the idea still is that infused and easily accessible flavored tobacco is a leeching point for youth, right? Well, yes, I semi-agree with that, right? If you've got a grape white owl that's 99 cents for three. They're saying that's what is driving the young generation to these cigars. They're comparing that to a $9 Cuba Cuba, right? No, it's not fair. No, it's not right. But that's what they're doing. So the semi-benefit of it is... (laughs) You take that away. If acid can't be made anymore, right? That means that Liga Pravada, the Willie Herrera special releases, all the main core line Drew Estate stuff becomes open opening day for every cigar of cigar line. Uh, would would uh, I would think especially our buddy, um, who's our buddy who has those scented cigars as well, um, Mars. Lars. Well, but, 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 but he's not retailing anything, is he? Is he? Oh, yes, he is. Well, he would because it's he's still hooked up with uh, Br- well, Alec Bradley. Yeah, and he's yeah. It's okay. So here, here's where it gets. We- yes, he w- and you know what? It doesn't get weird. Yes, he would because it's anything that alters. The I mean, that's a little bit what natural. makes him special. Well, yeah. So the the ruling they're coming down with, like when it when it, as far as premium tobacco, right? Anything that alters the state of the natural flavor of the wrapper, okay? So whatever the method is that creates the sugary substance on the acid line, right? Whatever Lars does to create the spices, the you know the jalapenos, the seven peppers, the licorice, the this, the that, 
Whatever alters that taste on that wrapper, if it's not strictly done by natural maturation of a, of a, of a leaf, that's illegal. If this legislation were to pass. So it puts people out, but for me, it, it, it opens that focus on the true tobaccos, right? But I don't also, even though I'm not an acid smoker, I'm not a Swisher Sweet White Owl, I'm not any of that smoker. I haven't even had an acid. Uh, like Maddie bought seven of those and smoked them. That's one of his cigars he likes. Um, I love the smell of it. I didn't smoke one. I was really actually thinking about taking one and trying it. I've smoked, I've smoked all of them just because as a professional, I, the way I think about this, if you're going to sell tobacco and you're going to talk about tobacco, we should smoke you it. should know what the fuck the thing tastes like, right? Even if it's a faint memory or a distant recollection. It smells great. Right. The Deadwood stuff, the Fat Bottom Betty's, Sweet and Crazy J... Crazy Alice, those are really fun to me because what a lot of people don't know about the Deadwood series is about five, six years ago, Drew Estate tried to do a, a flavored pipe tobacco. It fell flat, right? Now, what that was was premium Nicaraguan tobacco that they seasoned, ground, and put out. When they released the Deadwood, they used those same tobaccos, that same seasoning, and just rolled the leaves and created the cigar, you know? Um, I would hate to see it go because... Yes, in, in the weird kind of way you got to bounce around. Yes, it's going to open up the availability of the unattainable stuff, but it's going to eliminate a lot of cigar smokers. I hear you. Because a lot of people... So hey, what the fuck can we do? CRA. That's what I'm coming back to. What the Cigar Rights of America does, everything that you buy from them... Dude, you're. T- I, I want to say. So I need talking- to become a CR. Uh, I need to get become a member. Yeah. And we need to just start pushing back on this shit. Mm-hmm. And that's All what right. I want everyone to do. I, I'm telling you, man. I think it's like five or fifteen dollars a year. It's not. Oh, so a I'm lot. gonna do it. Let's get on it. Um, but that fights back. That's literally the been the fight. Let's have force. all of our listeners fight back. Throw their fifteen in. And let's fight back on this shit. Mm-hmm. Right? Hell yeah. That's let's all do I wanted it. to get through. Good go there. So we're burning into the, the somewhat of the end of the cigar. Well, I fucking I mean, love this shit. I can't wait to start another. But man, this damn one, again, I. And I think this all comes back to what we've talked about again is a lot of guys get, we're about an inch left on our cigars and they give up on it. And I have a lot of my guys like, Haji, give up on that baby. I'm like, bro, I paid 10 bucks. I'm riding this baby out. I'm yeah, the well, cowboy. Like today I smoked I smoked one of those 90 hammers, right? The Maduro, the box yeah. I got. I lit that cigar at one o'clock. I finished it at five. And it was just, I smoked it all day. I wasn't crazy busy. I wasn't, you know, running around a lot, putting it down. I smoked it all day. I wanted it to last. Yeah. Like, I feel like if if, if you're in a hurry smoking a cigar, you're doing something wrong. Right? If you're doing something wrong. <laughs> well, we've all talked about that. It's like the great thing about a cigar, it's supposed to slow you down. Yeah. It um, and you, you smoke cigars out yeah. throughout the day. You're going to deal with it. You can't always slow it down. But... That's the beautiful thing about cigar smoking is it slows your day down, gets you out of your regular rat race and whatever the fuck you're doing. But um, so anyway, I don't want to get off course, well, but you know. And then there's there's also like you know when there's not a time to smoke a cigar, right? Yeah. Like I, I can't tell you. Uh, last week we were incredibly busy. Friday at work, I lit a cigar, and I literally I think I took two pulls on it, set it down. I. I don't ever save a cigar because I hate that burnt taste you get the next day. Yeah, I didn't leave work till after midnight. 
right? I kept that cigar. The next morning, I woke up, got in the hot tub, and smoked the cigar. Right? I mean, it just, it, you had to know then there was not going to be any enjoying that cigar. It was, it was done. You know, you, you got to put it upside down. You got to relight the cigar a hundred times in a smoke. You're not doing it right. I mean, you can't enjoy it. Right. No, I totally agree with you. <laughs> oh, damn, man. Well, we're fucking an hour and a half into this little baby O. I say hey, we second like. Second cigar, dude. Second cigar. Oh, second cigar that's lasted an entire episode. Exactly. And you can't go wrong with that. Well, are we going to do, what's our course of action here on our our Well, when we get done here, we'll do our after hours video, a quick one to show off the, we got to show off the Cowboys uh, Midwest Oasis here. I say we get into that. little liquid ranch. (laughs) Liquid ranch. The liquid ranch. Bourbon Cowboys liquid ranch. I don't, I don't mind the sound of that. Yeah. The old bourbon cowboy liquid drink. To be honest, it doesn't matter. That's what I'm going to call it. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) All right. So it's been done. We're not going to make any driftwood signs for it. Yeah, hell no. Um, Yeah, this has been great, man. Uh, We're pretty excited. Before we got on the podcast night, we packed up a 23-pack sampler for uh, the Legends. Yes. Um, Got them open. Um, Yes, absolutely. So, and and just uh, summarizing... The afternoon, the last hour and a half, we did the larceny barrel pick by Lit, and then we had the Judgment Tree brandy, which I gotta say, it's called brandy, but I think it covers like a bourbon brandy and just a slight edge on a little uh, a peaty scotch, which I think the Viking thought was fucking fantastic. Yeah, that blew me. Away. And uh, we will definitely spend more time with him, Chris, up at Sugar Creek. Let me let me ask you this on this lit barrel pick. Now we know we're not fans of larceny, right? We are not. And then we have a standard of the barrel proof, right? Or barrel strength. That's definitely. A more feasible and likable addition to larceny. Yeah, we should almost bring out larceny barrel proof and give that a go. But well, whatever, we'll, well see. Well, yeah, we don't have to do that right now. We can no, do that later. No, 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 we don't no. do it right now. Um, what I will say is this again: the, the barrel pick for me, and then I'll talk to Brandy. Right, because that shit blew my mind. That, that's different. Uh, the the lit cigar lounge from St. Louis. The barrel pick, our locker sponsor, the OGs. This bottle does again what we did with Yellowstone, right? If you would just take that, and I'll even add that to Maker's Mark 101, okay? I'll take it one if step you, far. It's you, like, we didn't like Maker's Mark and we did that 101 and we were blown you. away. Thank you. If That's you would, a nice comparison. This is, this is how I feel about this. If you would just eliminate the face product of Larceny and replace it with Litz Barrel Pick, charge $10 more for the bottle, you'd run out. It'd become allocated. You'd run out. Makers 101, just proof it at 101 and get rid of Makers Mark, you'd run out. You'd allocate it. Yeah. Right? Same thing with that Yellowstone barrel pick from Lit against the Yellowstone face. Eliminate it. This one, you'd run out. Right? The bottle's fantastic. $29.99. A barrel, guys, a fucking personal barrel pick for $30. Yes, I know. It's bonkers. Do it. Buy it. It's 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 legit, man. If you're a larceny fan, go nuts. This brandy, Defiance, Missouri, Sugar Creek, Sugar Creek Winery. Winery. Yep. Eric, Chris, 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 yeah, Chris, Chris. out there at Sugar Dude, Creek this, in Defiance. This, I, I have to. 
this podcast, the Cowboy, the Viking, Craft and Brew, we have to sit down, smoke a Cyclops, smoke uh, Umagog, smoke anything. I want to know about this brandy. Yeah, it's I want to sit. I want to sit on it. This is. It's amazing. It's different, man. I mean, I literally, I've, I've told you guys twice already. It's I was just like here. our Cyclops. It's another fucking new beginning ah, into dude, it's, another it's, realm. It's wild. That man. is I fantastic. Mean, it's. I wish we. I, I can't wait to pair that with the Cyclops, which would be fantastic. Yeah, that's. I, All right. I don't. I don't know. All right, guys. So, Mahalo. This is the Viking. Thank you so much. Uh, we're finishing up the Umagog. We're going to go into our Patreon after hours video. Do that. And then once we're done with that, you know what we're going to do. We're going to chill. We've got a pool. we got a light show. we got replay of Cardinals baseball on. Cardinals won, by the way, 4-0. Uh, go ahead and throw that out there. And this is the Burning Cowboy. And uh, excitingly waiting the Supermoon. And listen, man. Back in the saddle. This is the Bourbon Cowboy giddy up. And we'll go into after hours. Cheers.